Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the special bonus episode of the Valley Flying Smashing Time podcast. I'm your host, Valley Flying, and I am back. Now, this episode is a replay of a discussion that I had with MSF content creator Tony Scangili. Now, Tony is a strong voice for the fixed MSF boycott movement, and the central focus of this conversation we had was about some of the false narratives surrounding this whole boycott situation. And the main reason that I wanted to talk to Tony, he has some differing opinions than my buddy Casino about this whole situation. So as always, guys, if you want to check out the video version of this show, make sure you check out the Valley Flying YouTube channel at bit.ly backslash VF channel. But without further ado, let's go smash it. Valley Flying. What is up, Valley Maniacs? Valley Flying here. I am back. Welcome to the channel. I am joined by my brother, one of my favorite streamers out there, Tony Scangili, one of the most outspoken people that I have talked to. So what is up? How are you doing? What's going on, Valley? Pleasure to be here. Uh, and outspoken is the nicest way someone has ever referred to me. So thank you. I appreciate that. Cool. And I noticed you have your hat backwards for all your fans there. And that means something. And if you want to know what it means, make sure you guys check out his stream. He goes over all of that stuff. But a lot of stuff going on with the boycott. Foxnix has not given an official response this whole week. I think a lot of people were expecting it on Tuesday. It is now Thursday and we have still yet to hear uh, from them. So uh, what what is going on with you? I know I had Casino on. He has his take on this. I know you have a totally opposite take. Uh, maybe not totally opposite, but a little different take. So I wanted to get your thoughts because, yeah, let's, let's, what's going on with this uh, boycott movement at this time? So as a as a person involved in the movement uh, and just that's the point involved, there is leadership, but there's about 15,000 people involved in a movement to just make the game better. A lot of uh, narratives that are I don't want to say wrong, but maybe inaccurate or, or coming from a place of ignorance that I, I want to make sure uh, are quelled. I want the idea of why this is happening to come out. This is not a whale movement. This is not a a uh, whiny entitled group of gamers who want everything for free. This is about a, a group of people, whether they be spenders or free to play that feel overall that they haven't been heard. Yeah. And there, I don't think there's any wrong side, but I think that the end result of a movement like this is a better game for everybody. Yeah. So that, that's kind of why here. free to play and Fox next also because without if they if they just said screw it we don't want this game uh we wouldn't nobody would get what they want we wouldn't have the game to play uh and fox Nation wouldn't be making money from it so I, I i would like to see a good solution uh that that benefits everybody but you talked about some of the false narratives and i think a lot of the comments that i'm seeing on the videos on reddit is that this is just a whale movement just for the whales can you go into a little more into depth about some of the things that people uh some of the, some of the talk talk a little bit more about the false narratives because there, there are some things that people are saying that are not true about what is going on right now with this well, absolutely strike, whatever you want to call it the the idea that this is now don't get me wrong the whales are involved in the movement and they are enacting a spending strike to send a message with their wallets and a lot of content creators have said not even content creators a lot of players have said well whales 
you know, if, if you really wanted this game to get better, you wouldn't have been purchasing $50 lottery orbs for your for your red stars. Yeah. You wouldn't have been making $500 purchases for, um, you know, you were incentivizing them to keep the game as it was, as opposed to making changes. And, uh, they, I, you know, there was a mea culpa involved. A lot of the whales came out and said, we understand our responsibility for the game state as it is and this is our attempt to not only make the game better clearly for us but for everybody and when someone says don't buy cyclops is a whale movement you'll hear someone say oh they all bought cyclops and they just haven't clicked unlock yet why like why would that like that's not that doesn't accomplish the task the movement isn't to to rustle jimmies you know yeah. the, the movement isn't meant to to be whiny and, and just show them like when we want it and we want it now i think that if you can honestly say that gold is not a problem in this game if you can say that the character release mechanism isn't a problem in this game for all players if you can say that you know, the ability to farm gear and the bottlenecks they put on this game is is a healthy version of the game, well, then power to you. Then maybe this movement doesn't affect you. Conversely, uh, this movement is representative of, like I said, about 15,000 people and growing, representing 23 of the top 25 alliances, as well as about 150 or so of the top, you know, 1,000 alliances at least. It's a lot of people who just understand that there's a better version of this game out there. Yeah. Uh, and it's not free stuff. It's not better priced offers. You'll notice not a single content, I'm sorry, comment from Fate's Fury or Dismal. Uh, not a single message is about this offer is too expensive. It's not about the cost, and some people may have issues with the cost, but this has never been about how much to spend. Yeah. People spend money in a game because it's their hobby and they enjoy it. When, when there are parts of the game that make it unfun for me, there are parts of the game that make it unfun for everybody. And there are just some things that they can do to make the game easier. They can make Red Stars an actual progression system so people don't pull a seven Red Star Kingpin and feel like all of the air was sucked out of the room. <laughs> You know, uh, and, and that's the narrative I don't want. I, I don't mind if you think that, you know, the spending strikes not going to change anything because you have that opinion. You're entitled to it. But I, I feel like if you make this about only the whales, you're missing out on what the average player will gain by this. I don't think anyone's going to complain about not having to wait nine months for a character to become farmable. And nine months is Colossus. And I know that's an outlier. It's been six months since graviton so is six months reasonable what if hella takes six months and a whole nother black bolt pass comes around yeah. like it's it's untenable is the best way i can describe it and these things can be fixed and according to our official response two characters a month we'd still be in about a 15 or 20 character shortfall assuming they keep releasing three to four characters like it it's not enough you know that's that's where we stand so one of the big criticisms of, you know, the letters uh, and the responses to Fox Next was just there's so much information. There's so much they're asking for. Now, obviously, there's enough about this game, even with its problems, that we still continue to play this. Uh, for myself, it is my favorite game, but there's obviously issues. And I, I don't think we could disagree with a lot of the issues that they're mentioned. But if you had to narrow this down to what you would want to see, maybe two or three like the biggest issues that they talked about what what would you what would your choices be 
Well, I will tell you that just one second. None of those were demands. That was a list of grievances, like problems with the game. And and obviously, like this wasn't a do this or else. This was a these are things you guys should take a look at. Mm -hmm. If I had to pick the three things that I believe are currently holding the most players back Mm -hmm. overall, I would say the first is is gold. There is someone had made a a comment that there is enough gold every month for the average player to bring uh, six characters to level 70 or so. I think I don't remember who made that comment. And that may be true, but getting characters to level 70 is not the use of gold in this game. It's a use of gold as well as buying items that are incredibly hard to find, as well as uh, upgrading uh, ability materials. There's a lot of uses of gold and the bottleneck is there Mm -hmm. now one of the things they can do relatively easily is or they could have done relatively easily is add those challenges when they released the level 75 cap they could have doubled Mm -hmm. the amount of gold that comes out of a gold orb gold is i think the one thing that doesn't need to be the bottleneck when there's a bottleneck on gear and there's a bottleneck on ability materials gold all it does is level you you know And, and, and it's it's its involvement in everything else you can be generous with gold and still have the game feel rewarding as you choose characters as opposed to uh, it feel like a detriment or you have to weigh every decision. Who do I spend my gold on? Who's worth it? Because it's such a limited resource. So that would be the first. Okay. The second is, I think we can all agree, Red Stars have oh, a lot of room to go. <laughs> like, you know, like like power to Casino for being able to put on 20 some odd videos <laughs> regarding Red Star Orbs, not Pull a 7 before he's like, all right, we're going to do Don't Buy Red Stars now. Like, good for you, bro. But like I I was on Red Stars before the rework. I spent quite a bit of money on them because I'm like, wow, this is fun and exciting. And then I realized, oh, no, these are terrible drop rates. I'm my luck should not be a factor in my growth as a player yeah, uh, in the game. And then when they did the rework, I was very vocal in saying this is this is a, a diabolically brilliant strategy because it appears as though it's a growth system. But I don't think anyone who has never spent a dollar on red stars has opened more than two five red star orbs that they've accrued. It, it's there's just so little progress, and the fact that. They were stingy with uh, promotion credits for so long, as Fates had pointed out. Uh, over the time, even purchasing the amount of Red Star or promotion credits you would have accrued is just enough or just over enough to buy one four to five upgrade that you need to have at four anyway. So Red Stars is a is a system that it's been needed to be addressed, yeah. and it continues. And I understand that it wasn't changed because people were still spending, but that just because it's a bad system and you're still making money from it doesn't mean it's not your responsibility as a developer to improve the system. I have my ideas for that, but we can get into that another time. Right. And the third, uh, character availability. I think my personal opinion is when a new character becomes available, the day that character's offer goes live, a previously unfarmable, farmable defined as node or store accessible at yeah. a repetitive level not in an ultimus orb <laughs> not in a premium orb Some people i don't think mind that's farmable. That. i don't you don't some yeah, people like, do though and 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 to play devil's advocate a little bit i don't mind characters like minerva and thanos and black widow being premium orb exclusives if 
once a month, one of those characters had a blitz or a specialty campaign or were a raid. Mm -hmm. it's, it's levels of RNG that ruin the game. It is possible that a person playing the game right now can play the game for two years without spending a dollar and not have Thanos or Minerva because that's just what the drop rates are like. There's 99 characters in premiums. You're telling me a slightly increased drop rate makes that better? No. Like, if I don't mind the exclusivity of a character because that, that makes you feel rewarded by unlocking them. Yeah. I mind that there's no mechanism by which players who are interested and want to play the game have the ability to spend their time or be excited about an event. So I don't have a problem with that, but when we're looking at a backlog of 13 to 19, depending on whether you count Minerva and Thanos, obviously, as farmable or not, characters that we just had no access to, it, like, Every time they release a character, put another one on a node, put another one in a store. It doesn't even, even if it's the war store, yeah. you know, like put them somewhere to let players decide. It's even the whales will say when a character comes out, they'll spend whatever money it takes to finish that character. So the argument for making characters released has nothing to do with whales. Mm. This is exclusively about the rest of the community and how it's incentivizing people to buy because the regret. Yeah. for not buying a character like crystal right now i have a four star crystal i've spent no money in the game to get her obviously and and when i finish this event i'm not gonna have a five star crystal how long am i supposed to wait before i can start working on crystal i unlock the character in a hero collection game i really really want to test them see if i like them maybe get some feedback from friends or content creators and say wow this character is really good i can't wait to work on them right up until i put all i can and i'm stuck with a four star yeah. however many red stars i was lucky to get crystal with no actual growth and that's not everybody some people have a whole bunch of characters they can work on but everyone will reach this point at the current rate and and that's something that i think is the third and, and really highlighting more character availability quicker. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with the red stars and the character farming. I agree with the gold as well. I don't think that's in my top three, but definitely something that needs to be addressed. Uh, I mean, going back, simple solution for the gold, maybe increasing the uh, drop rates or the minimum amount that you get from those gold orbs every day. I think it's 120 now and that went up. So maybe increasing that to... 200 i don't know what the right amount was but maybe increasing that as far as the red stars oh, there's so many things that could be done with this thing man I, I don't even i don't even know where to start it's it's just not a fun you, progression system i i can come up with three ideas like in the shower like of how to fix red stars my favorite idea and i'll just throw it out is very simple add two pillars have the red star in the middle on the left side be anywhere from one to five silver promotion credits and on the right side have elite four um orb parts which could be anywhere from you know 50 to a full elite orb uh, and i don't think that's unreasonable because people would still be buying red stars but the red stars that you get for free or the red stars you get between eight and 12 a week just from playing the game based on what you do in the blitz and and whatever yeah. you know at least those will feel like well i'm not spending money but i'm progressing it, it, it keeps this is not a night this is not about Fo like my perfect world is we're all having fun and fox next gets to send all their kids to harvard like all their employees are just rich because they make money on uh, on making a good game i don't like the idea of them making money because they you know 
kind of gotcha at a Gamb- lot of people. Gambling, yeah, gotcha mechanics, gambling yeah. mechanics with the red stars. Uh, one thing, one thing you mentioned about the character release cadence. You know, you got a four star crystal uh, with these new characters. I don't have a lot of uh, the stars on them. And uh, kind of reiterating that this is not just a whale movement. I, I looked at some of the uh, information that you could see on the global uh, leaderboards. I looked at a lot of people that are uh, saying they're a part of this movement. They have 124 characters unlocked, 124 characters at max star level. So they don't need the character release. They're going to spend on it. So I want the characters release as someone that doesn't spend a lot of money. Uh, I don't know what a lot of the community would as well. So just to kind of reaffirm something that you said previously, these guys have those characters already at max level. There's no benefit for them, maybe a little less on their wallets, but uh, to have the entire community to have that. Um, one thing I did want to bring up was one, my third grievance of that, the Red Star is character farming, but uh, low quality time. Uh, reducing the low quality time in game, one huge example that I could bring up is save squads. I mean, that is such low quality time having to scroll through, find your roster for every single uh, battle that you're doing in a different game mode if it's not within that 20 save squads. So increasing that would reduce some low quality time uh, but there's a lot of other solutions to all these problems. Low quality time is is interesting because what are we talking about? Are we mad that we have to play the game a lot? Are we mad that in the fact that we're playing the game a lot, we're we're not being rewarded for it? It's not about you, you know someone when, when the uh, four hour blitz cycle came out and they're like, great, I don't have to blitz. Coming from people who do milestones and chill like. Well, you're this. This is not for you. Like you know, I, I get it. You don't have to blitz that much, but now, the, like I'm not going to change. I still blitz the same way I've always blitzed, and I'm still top two thousand every time. Like, and I blitz for about three rotations a day. That's just what I do, and anyone yeah. from my stream knows that. But you know, when you take the quality time the way it is, it's about rewarding quality time. And I hate to draw comparisons to games, especially games in different mechanisms but look at games like your path of exile or your warframe your your other free to play kind of models where it's it's like i can play the game for as long as i want and my enjoyment is based on the way i play the game okay. not logging in every 2 hours to do a blitz rotation not making sure that i'm doing my fifth war attack when the energy comes in exactly or i've lost the war and my alliance is going to is going to kill my dog you know like it's about it's about rewarding time. There's no problem with U7 being difficult. The problem is the effort is not worth the reward, according to the players, not just me. Most people feel that way. It, it doesn't, I think you want to play a game a lot if you enjoy it, but I think this game requires. So less required playtime, more rewarding game time. That's that's kind of what I see. I think that's a better way to say you know, higher quality time. I don't know. Maybe maybe we're, you know, splitting hairs here, but I, I yeah. think kind of you're kind of saying the same thing. Maybe maybe saying it differently. But I, I I would like to be more rewarded. I would like to enjoy some of the time that I spend in a game. There's a lot of the time that I do enjoy spending in the game, but there's a lot of times I also feel like oh, I got to do this, but I got to go log into the game real quick, do this, and that's that's I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm being a little crazy. Let's shift topic a little bit. What do you think is going to be a result of this movement, the fix MSF movement? Do you think that we're going to see some changes? Do you think Fox is just going to be remain silent? Or do you think they will uh, do some things to kind of appease the players? What, what do you think is going to be a result of this whole situation here? 
So this is a personal opinion. I don't speak for any movement on this, but it is my personal opinion that the reason Fox Next has been quiet is because the less they say about it, the more chance it has to die down. And that's just a PR thing. You know, yeah. if you're quiet, if you don't address it, it has a chance to die down. And and that's kind of why you see a little bit of aggressive commentary coming from members of the movement, because we don't we won't go quietly into the night. We won't say, no, it's fine. Your game can stay broken. We have problems with it. We want them to address it. What do I think is going to come of this? Yes. Uh, I think there's a lot of like weird stuff. But what I believe the very least we're going to get, aside from the things they've already been working on, uh, it, I think the very least we're going to get a, a little bit of, a, of an update on high quality time. Okay. I, I think at the very least we're going to get a little bit more uh, value out of character availability. Uh, I think that the red any changes to red stars were indicative of ISO eight, so that you know there was plan that was part of a different plan. I don't think that's going to necessarily be involved from this. But I think the most important thing we can get out of this, and I think what Foxnext has learned from this, is that it's not about more communication, it's about good communication. Mm. Th there is a difference. More doesn't mean better. They're blog posts telling us what happened during the patch that came out at the beginning of the week. We know, we were here, we played the game for five days. We don't. You don't need yeah. a blog post telling us what the Monday Blitz is. is that's not good communication. That's just communication. That's like when you're on a date with somebody and you're, you know, you're watching Netflix and you're just like, good show, huh? Yep. Like you're just saying words that are empty. I think, I think when you see the uh, early 2020 post, that is the indicative of the kind of communication that Fox next needs to really iron out. And I think that if for nothing else, this kind of event happening is going to make sure they are, are, are very, very, very clear going forward regarding intentions and plans. I think I think that is a very likely solution as well. There was an article about a player that spent twelve million dollars in a certain game, and I think there was and he organized a boycott of some of the top players as well. And I think the big takeaway that they got out of that was more communication uh, from the developers of that game. So. Uh, I think that's a very likely scenario that would come from this. And I hope I hope it does make it a better game for everybody, you know, regardless of spending level. And I, I do hope that it uh, is good for Fox Nights as well. I, I want it to be a mutually uh, good game for the players and the developers, you know, because they put a time and effort into making this game. I enjoy this game and they should they should get rewarded for that. But uh, yeah, there, there's definitely some things that uh, need to be changed or not need. To, I want changed about this game. So. Uh, yeah. That is it. Any final thoughts, my brother? Just, you know, to end it out, uh, this is not, like I said, this is not a whale movement. You don't, if you're free to play, I think you can be a part of this movement. The spending strike is just a, a form of solidarity among the people who can influence change with their wallets. And anyone can be a part of Fix MSF, whether you're free to play, whether you're a casual spender. And while we do call for a spending strike, we're not going out of our way to say, ah, oh, scab, you know, like it's about wanting positive change because I don't want to quit this game. This strike is not about we're going to leave unless, you yeah. know, this is not a blackmail uh, action. This is about we think that this game can be better. And until you present us with quality content, our money doesn't belong to you, Fox. Next, you aren't entitled to it. 
because we're not entitled gamers. You're kind of entitled developers right now. That's that's kind of my takeaway. <laughs> interesting, interesting. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Entitled developers. All right. Well, thank you once again. Uh, before you go, Tony, tell everybody where they could find you. Oh, everyone who knows already. But anyway, basically go to any in place. Case they first time or looking at this channel, tell everyone they can find you. <laughs> go to any place where content is and type it slash Tony Scongeli at the end. You'll find me. I'll be the guy yelling into the abyss as everyone in the, in the cult of Scongeli just spams. Yay. So, but uh, twitch.tv slash Tony Scongeli, youtube.com slash Tony Scongeli are the best places to find me. Well, thank you once again, Tony. The links uh, will all be down below. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure you smash on that like button and join the notification squad. Ring that bell, guys. And yes, more content coming. So make sure you check that out. Uh, check out my second channel. Check out some of these links that support the channel. Valley merch is also some cool stuff there. And check me out on social media. I will see you guys next time. Hulk fist bump, baby! Belly flat out!